Dan Dickow here for the ISO on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. It is Wednesday, October 5th. Being a Wednesday, it means one thing. It is Mailbag Wednesday, where I take a few questions that come my way, whether it's through social media, at ddickow21 on Instagram, at dandickow21 on Twitter, or you can email it to me, dickow at scorebooklive.com, or if you want to just send it to Gonzaga Nation SI social media channels. Um, that's perfectly fine. Send it my way. Uh, I will be answering many questions in the next couple weeks. In the next couple weeks, we're going to start learning a lot about this team because craziness in the kennel is less than a week away. And with that, the coverage will ramp up in all aspects, both from our journalists at Gonzaga Nation SI, as well as the ability to go to practices and see some things and share and relay what I've seen. Um, the season is right around the corner, getting ready for it. So uh, here we go. Let's jump right into Mailbag Wednesday. First question comes from Jill in Spokane. She asks, what do you expect out of craziness in the kennel? Well, uh, always expect a lot of fun, uh, a lot of excitement, um, and a lot of jitters, to be honest, from the new guys. You get excitement uh, because it's the first time the public, the students, the fans, the boosters, the alumni, um, they get a chance to see the roster in person. Um, you know, you got a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces. People are going to be curious about <clears throat> whether it's Efton Reed, whether it's Malachi Smith, Braden Huff. Um, people are ex excited to see those guys. They're also excited to see, you know, obviously Drew Timmy's the headliner. He's going to be the headliner all year. People are interested, excited to see him, but people are also going to be excited to see, um, you know, physically has some of the younger guys, such as a Hunter Salas and Nolan Hickman, um, have those guys matured in any way, whether physically or, you know, skill wise, um, because, uh, they do a number of different things that, you know, put players in positions to showcase their skills, but then they play. Um, so there's a lot of excitement around it. There's a lot of, um, you know, jitters around it for the players, simply for the fact that um, it's the first time in months they've gone out and gotten in front of a crowd and been able to play. Um, for many of these new guys, the uh, first-year players that I mentioned, Efton Reed, granted he came from LSU and the SEC, so he's played in front of big crowds. You know, but Malachi Smith coming from Chattanooga and Brayton Huff coming straight out of high school, uh, haven't necessarily seen a packed McCarthy Athletic Center or a similar environment. So there's going to be some jitters there. It's a good chance to get those out of the way a little bit before your, your true first non-conference exhibition game. Um, but overall, I expect just to see, you know, a celebration of the program. Um, and, you know, I would also expect to see during the scrimmage uh, some jitters, some turnovers, um, some not always being on the same page. Um, but I would expect uh, the guys to play hard. I would expect them to play uh, together. I would expect expect them to to try to play to the ideals that uh, the, the team has worked on over the last couple of weeks, getting ready for the season. So um, all in all though, Jill, uh, it should be a lot of fun. I'll be calling the game or the action alongside Greg Heister and Richard Fox on local TV. I know during the season, our games are broadcast on route throughout the Northwest for the local broadcasts. 
Uh, I, my understanding is this will only be on SWX, and I think it's only going to be streaming. Um, I know they were working out some of those details early this week, but um, look forward to being there calling the action. Next question is from Tom in Portland. He asks, Kentucky lists the game versus the Zags as at GU, but GU lists lists it as neutral. Why? Uh, it goes back to a, a couple things. Coach Cal Perry has always said he's not going to play at Gonzaga, um, meaning once they got through the particulars of them coming to Spokane, he wasn't going to play at the McCarthy Athletic Center. Um, but he's trying to say that they are playing at Gonzaga because it is in Spokane. So, you know, it's just particulars around things that have been said, the way that they want to portray this game on both sides, um, because Gonzaga lists it as a neutral site game, which I think it is a neutral site game. Granted, it tends to fall in the favor of Gonzaga, rightfully so, because Spokane Arena seats maybe 12,000. I would imagine 11,500 or so of those will be Gonzaga fans. Uh, but it's no different than, say, the battle in Seattle when Gonzaga is the true home team, um, but it's a neutral site game. The only difference with this neutral site game is the fact that uh, the players will still be sleeping on campus uh, or in their apartment around town, wherever they may be, uh, as opposed to a, a neutral site game that's truly away from Spokane. So, you know, there's really not much about it other than Coach Calipari, um, you know, trying to say it is a road game. No, it's a neutral site game that happens to be in Spokane. Um, you know, next year, Gonzaga look looks like they will be returning the game to Lexington. Um, you know, but uh, all per kind of funky details in, in the wording from both programs. Todd from Coeur d'Alene asks, saw your post on social media from practice yesterday. What are your early thoughts? Uh, lots of talent. I mean, that's my first takeaway. Um, I think there's a lot of talent uh, across the board. Um, you know, this is the type of time of year where guys can start distancing themselves as far as understanding and, and taking the things that are focal points, focus points from the coaching staff and implementing them in, in situations in practice to really gain and earn the trust of the staff. Um, if you can't do that, maybe you're behind, you know, in the rotation early on and you never get the chance to truly crack that eight man rotation. I know everybody has always said, Gonzaga, this team's deeper. It, it seems every year that the comment is this team is deep. This team's going to be 10, 11, 12 deep. They're going to play a lot of guys. And you like having that depth, but historically and traditionally, it's been an eight man rotation. And I don't, uh, I don't foresee that changing too much uh you know as long as coach fuse there i could see maybe on occasion in a nine man early in the season while you know somebody's getting opportunities or you kind of have to work through um who you like in different situations but at the end of the year you're really looking at an eight-man rotation i think that's tr that should be true at most any level high school college or the pros that's kind of what it gets to pros maybe you get to nine or nine ish uh based on you know 48 minute game but uh, in, in matchups, especially, but I, I think it will be an eight man rotation, but there is a lot of talent and there's a lot of talent that is different, um, that if somebody, you know, really solidifies themselves, you know, they can cement, 
uh, a place in the rotation because of a unique and different skill set at a position. You know, you look at an Efton Reed, um, you know, he's different than, uh, you know, the bigs that they had in, in Chet Holmgren a season ago. You, you look at um, the backcourt, you know, there is a lot of talent there, but there's truly, in my eyes, after I see one practice, there's there, there's one point guard. And then there's a bunch of other guys who can at times initiate offense, but they're not the point guard. Um, and so uh, it, it's going to be, it, it's going to be a work in progress. That's for sure. Um, you know, this isn't a finished product like the season two years ago with Kispert and Suggs where the Nemhart and Timmy, where they literally just had to plug in one guy, Jalen Suggs. You know, this is a team that, uh, is going to have to plug in a lot of guys and there's going to be some bumps and bruises along the way early because of the, the gauntlet of a schedule that they play. Um, but there's a lot of talent and coach few and staff have always done an amazing job of kind of navigating, um, how to get them to play together and play well early in the season, um, as well as continue to improve and be primed and ready to go in the postseason. So, uh, Jill, Tom and Todd, thanks for the questions. Uh, look forward to, continuing uh answering all you listeners questions uh so if you got a question as mentioned send it my way so for gonzaga nation si on the gonzaga nation media network this has been the iso and mailbag wednesday <laughs>